It's time again to talk about trending matters. Once you hear the drums rolling, you already know what happens right here. This is where we talk about some of the matters trending from all around the world, but especially as relates to Nigeria. Let's start things off with what is happening uh, here in Ondo State. We have been talking about this issue of domestic violence for a very long while now. For those of you who are just tuning in, who may not really understand what domestic violence is all about, it doesn't necessarily have to be just between men and a man and his wife. It could be between a mother and her child as well, or a man and his children as well, or anything that just happens domestically in terms of uh, violence. We have spoken about this before, right here in Ondo State, where a lady was arrested uh, for cutting son's body with a razor blade. Uh, now this is happening with seen reports of a man uh, who poured a pot of hot water on his wife over some misunderstanding or the other. Essigon is a counsellor when it comes to some of these kind of things. Essigon, what is your take on domestic violence? Well, apparently people that are involved in domestic violence are people that are troubled. They have issues. Mm. They need help, both parties, both the victim and the aggressor. Um, interestingly, in Ondo State, we had a very, very crazy incident that happened some years back where a young lady was uh, raped and murdered in the, I think by the boyfriend or so, in uh, uh, I don't like watching horror movies. I didn't like the fact that you guys pointed my attention to that. <laughs> um, in the most gruesome manner. And that catalyzed a lot of uh, moves and all that. And uh, we finally have an anti-violence against persons bill, you know, in on the state because championed by a lot of people, including mm. the First Lady and all that. Mm. And you see, the thing is, there is the bill, but, no, but there is the implementation. There is the enforcement. Mm -hmm. But beyond the bill, there is the part of just general public enlightenment. Mm. You know, when I call for public enlightenment, when I call for this uh, move towards illumination, mm -hmm. you know, wrapping up knowledge base, it's not just... You know, it will open you up to a lot of things, and you will know that there are better ways to behave than the way you are behaving right now. Mm. You get... So, we, we are dealing with a very very serious issue that is uh, multifaceted mm. multi-dimensional and goes to the root of human nature and that should be addressed at that point mm. is not something that window dressing or surface dressing you know or just painting over can can really solve mm. you know but there are some conversations we don't want to have yes. and as long as we don't want to we have those ignore those conversations, then we'll continue to have these other conversations because mm. it's either that, you know, or this, mm. you know. So it, it, it's really important that uh, people realize that evil is evil anywhere, mm. bad is bad anywhere, mm. and good is good anywhere. Great is great anywhere, and mm. best is best anywhere. Just uh, I used to say, um, gold is gold anywhere. In, in any village it is found, uh, the value is still the same, mm. you know, and, and the price on it, the price of an ounce of gold is still, except if you don't know. And, and, and that is where the issue is. A lot of people may have discovered gold, mm -hmm. you know, may be mining gold, but will be selling it for the wrong price. Why? Because they are not aware of the actual price that is accepted globally. Hmm. If they were aware, for instance, I mean, they would have done better. But because they are not aware, then it leaves them in position where they will be taken advantage of. And you wonder why I am using this example to bring it to this place. See, where people are ignorant, stupidity thrives. Hmm. 
you know, foolishness thrives and evil thrives. Because the funny thing is that evil is knowledgeable. Hmm. Evil is intelligent. Don't hmm. think that evil is not intelligent. So you can't counter it by just uh, uh, doing that. And people, um, people talk about emotions. Emotions is, I mean, it's um, emotion is something that we need to have the ability to manage. Hmm. You get my point? Yes. We need to have the ability to manage it. But if we don't have, want to have this conversation, I, I, we're not going to move anywhere. Mm. We'll keep having incident after. See, ever since I've sat down, I've gone online, I've seen stories upon stories upon stories. In fact, I have, I have had to deliberately calm myself down because I'm looking at, for instance, this um, high-profile incident that actually maybe seemed to bring, um, bring us to these things. That, that is always in a cheese case. And I'm looking at discoveries after discoveries after discoveries yes, yes. after death. After death. And I'm like, please, enough. just don't, you mm. understand? Mm. Just because we have a a responsibility to take care of ourselves and part of it is to determine what we take in mm. i i mean you, I, I i just glanced and saw the video you are showing and already you know things were already going up in fact yesterday oh, no 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 yes they had to i had to caution some some young men mm. in a familiar environment that i, I saw he, he actually removed his belt on a lady mm. you can call it a game or whatever but i was like see Next time I see this, you'll be surprised at what is going to happen. Hmm. And they were taking it as a joke. They were like, ha, this person, this person that is not human, this person that's not whatever. And I'm like, what? That is society. These are young boys, all of them. And all of them in one, as in yes. thinking towards the same direction. That we, if this one was a, a lady now, he say this one. Eh, so we shouldn't. And I was like, what is happening here? So that is what we are faced with. We have shifted the value post. We have shifted ethics. We have shifted a lot of things. And this is the consequences. Okay. So we can either discuss the consequences hmm. or go to actually decide to tackle the issues. Okay. Now, uh, Essigon has made a good point for people ramping up their knowledge base. Some people would argue that these are from the family backgrounds of some of these people, that this is where we should start to tackle these particular issues from. What do you say to this, Skywalker? Yeah, of course, the fundamental unit of any society is the family because these this people uh, were born and grew up, you know, in a certain environment. And uh, most times you find out that that environment itself has one way or the other contributed to their psyche, the way they behave, the way they reason. And usually, like uh, people would say, every child comes with a clean slate. Tabula rasa, everything is clean. It is what the society, what the parents, what the community puts in that child that that child begins to cultivate and, you know... Grow on. Grow on. Mm. And then, of course, something is then written on that clean slate. And that's what that child would grow up with. So, and most likely, that's what that child would also... Pass, haven't grown up and probably have his own children, that's what that person would also pass Absolutely. on to his kids, unless those kids are also able to like distance themselves from such environments and then re-engineer themselves, open up their mind and, uh, you know, kind find a way that to, to, yes. to, to go the right way. 
You understand me? So, yes, we cannot ignore the kind of environment that these people come from, especially those who are the aggressors. You know, some of them have come from very, very bad homes. Some of them have come from homes where, you know, beating a woman mercilessly is like a thing. It's like a good thing in order to make the woman think well. Like, like some people will tell you, they will say, if you don't beat a woman, she doesn't, she, you know, you have to beat her in order to, to get her senses back that's, in that's, order. That's you, you get me? That's, that's and, 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 and that's, that's how some of these children, you know, some of these people, this kind of environment that they have grown, that a woman needs to be beat to, you know, contain her. A woman needs to be subjected to the authority of the man. And if it will take you physical, you know, violence, if it will take you physical, whatever needs to be done to bring her to submission. After all, the Bible said a woman should submit to her husband. So you must beat her to submission. You must put her in an environment where, you know, psychologically and emotionally she has to come under your feet. That's not what the Bible said, though. Some of these things, they, they, they find it's a way to, scrip- to scripturally yes, justify, justify some of these things. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of society that, you know, or the kind of environment that that's some so of these people have grown up in. They don't know better. They don't know any other way. They have not been exposed to any other options. So you can then understand... You know, I'm not also trying to make excuses here because I also believe that we are born to re-engineer ourselves to do better than our last version. Just like they update phones and make them better and change the OS and upgrade it and update it and all, all whatnot. The mind is supposed to also go through such processes in life. And that's the only way you can be able to evolve from, you know, one point to the other because the society itself is changing mm-hmm. and everything is moving in a, at a very fast, you know, pace. So, look, it's, it's, it's a combination of several things that have gone wrong. What we have seen in the last one week, especially as regards this domestic violence, is mind-boggling. You would, have, you, you would think sometimes that you have seen it all. Hmm. Then you see some videos and then your mind is like... How can a human being behave like this? How can he? There was one that was sent to me yesterday. There was a video. You know, we, we t- together saw one just right now. Mm. Uh, that one was even mm-hmm. different from the one that I saw yesterday. <laughs> the one that I saw yesterday, the lady in question was being beaten by, by this guy. It was... I Look, you don't even beat any animal. You don't even beat... Even a bag of rice, you don't beat it like that. It will tear. Mm. It will pour away. The beating was beyond, and again, accomplices. Because sometimes these victims don't have the energy. They don't have the courage. They don't have to, like, help themselves out of the situation. So, but you, you have onlookers, you have accomplices, you have people who are surrounding them. And then they will be, in yeah, some looking. cases, they will be cheering them on. Hmm. And that's the kind of society that we have. But again, you see, what, what helps a society to reset itself? Because there is no society that you won't have people who have this kind of mindset, who are criminally inclined, who don't, whose conscience is dead to some of these things that are not acceptable in any society. What resets their brain, what brings normalcy is consequences. That is what brings... Look, in the US, you think they don't have, they don't have uh, 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 people who are like that. Or you think that people are still not behaving like that? They are, but the consequences are there. You do this, this is the punishment you get. Yes, we have the laws. Essigon has pointed to one. But how, how far have we gone in implementing it? Your daughter is raped. 
the pastor will come and beg for the victim. Hmm. He, they would go and bring the traditional ruler, or they would go and report the matter in the in your in the traditional ruler, the palace of the Oba. That one will call you, and they will come and be begging you. Hmm. Then your your daughter, what happens to her? Where does she get the justice from? These people that they are, you're seeing their their eyes bludgeoned. There, you saw the one that yes. was beaten in yes, the battle, like like her eyes almost was gorging out. Hmm. Who hmm. gets justice for that one? The family now will gather. Now that it has become a national issue, they would all gather. They would gather and then they will start begging. Then the man comes and then he's also begging. <laughs> That's the kind of society we have. And how how, how do you how do you think that it's going to stop? And I will still go back to Skinner's, uh, you know, yes. uh, postulation. That's Frederick Skinner. Even a bad behavior, if rewarded with a positive consequence, is bound to be repeated. Okay. And that's the kind of thing we're having in our society today. All right. Thank you very much, Skywalker. Very interesting take. Sake is in the building. Sake, good morning and welcome. Uh, Sake, give your thoughts on this issue of domestic violence, especially as to how society uh, should treat treat these people. Because uh, it, it was after taking, for example, uh, I've had the, the, the gospel singer, the unfortunate passing of Osinachi, uh, after she died, that we started to hear you know, from people close to them that this is what was actually going on. What do you have to say to people who are aware that domestic violence takes place? See, personally, I'm disappointed at the uproar we create over things that we know, we see and hear and we live within every day. Then when somebody who is popular is a victim, then we start crying more than the bereaved. These are everyday occurrences. These are things we live with. And like Sky said, injustice is the reason why these things thrives. A lecturer molested student is buried under bureaucracy. He cannot talk. A junior lecturer is being bullied by a senior lecturer. He is not getting his promotion because of one little thing. Nothing happens. And this thing starts from home. We don't have... You see, we have societies that we present one value but we actually do other values. We have people who are leaders who will stand before people and say, this is what I will do. And they will never do it. Hmm. And they will do contrary. <laughs> and they will still be voted for. We, we can go on and on and on. We have people who do fake miracles. We have people, you know, that's what the society, somebody steals. And he, he is given chieftaincy title in his village. Hmm. First class seat in the church or in the mosque as a philanthropist, and we know. Then what, why are we crying? Hmm. Whatever we see is as a result of what we have done. That is the reality. I used to say this, in the 70s, in the 80s, we were no, more normal. You can't go to school and come back with another viral you didn't take from home. True, I remember The that. old street will help you to beg. Whether it's your, that's, your, that's what happens. A family meeting will be called on you. So, but what do we do now? You see, 16-year-old girl going for family planning, students, secondary school girls going to do family planning. And a student goes to school, parents give them 35,000 naira. The student comes back with an iPhone. Who, raise, who raises eyebrow? They'll tell you this is what is happening in their days. We have indulged in illegality. We've indulged in immorality. And that's the consequence we are seeing. That's the reality. If we want to do it right, we must face reality. We must embrace reality. 
Our leaders must set examples, political leaders, religious leaders, every level of leaders. Not that your salary is 50000 and you are living in Lekki. <laughs> Riding a Range Rover. Hmm. Then what message are you passing to the next generation? Get it by all means. Hmm. That is the message every leader, whether he's a social media influencer, just get sources anyhow. So when people get anything anyhow, and it's unfortunate, the victim is a popular person, and then we make, we just start shouting. It happens every day. So we shouldn't be shouting. Skywalker has something to say. Uh, well, you see, Saki has gone in a broader distance. Uh, but I was just want to remind him that uh, we, we have small girls with uh, big godo. <laughs> You know, so, yes, you are not walking, but you ride a range. Hey, you know, you know, it is, it is a small girl, you know, big god uh, situation. Uh, most times, <laughs> they, they <laughs> anyways, I just want to say, you know, for those who are victims at the moment, and I, I would always say. You come first. Look, whichever stage of life you are in at the moment, you are married, you are not married, you... Look, before anybody else, you come first. Prioritize yourself first above any other thing. If you are to do a priority list, before you pick your children, pick yourself first. Hmm. If you cease to exist, your children would forget you. The children of Osinachina, give them another 10, 15 years. They would, everybody would move on. Everybody would move on. Life is not built to stop because you are, you are gone. Or you, no, life continues. Everybody moves on, you know. So, in life, prioritize yourself first. Put yourself on the top of the list. It's when you are who you are that you find a man who would love you. That you find children who would that you you would even have children mm-hmm. who will see you as a mother. If you lose your mind, if you go crazy, they will lock you up somewhere, hmm. and their own lives will be continuing. The worst they can do, or the best they can do for you, is to come and pay you visits. If you lose your mind, if psychologically you go insane, they will look for one room and lock you up. And life would continue for them. Your children will go to school. Your husband, if you are lucky, he comes to visit you once in a, in a month. Hmm. It will get to a level where he begins to look for other options. So, prioritize yourself first. If you know that at the end of the day, this may take your life. You don't have to wait to test it to find out whether he will kill you. He will kill you. Hmm. Take flight first. Look for safety. You can now regroup and come back home. If everything now, if the man is seeing reasons, because people also change. If the man is seeing reasons okay. to want to change, to want to be better, he's putting in the effort, he's putting in the energy, you he's putting in that we can buy, can we can see, yeah, we can yeah. measure. Not, uh, but safety first. <laughs> when you get into your car, what did they tell you to do? What was the first thing that you do? Fasten your seatbelt. Fasten your seatbelt. Because what? Safety first. Okay. If you die, uh, people would move on. Okay. They will cry today. Tomorrow they will laugh. Okay.
That is uh, very interesting right there and very true. Now let's uh, move on to another trending topic. Essigon coming to you with this one with uh, the Senate on Tuesday, yesterday, receiving a request from uh, the President Buhari to approve adjustments uh, to the 2022 uh, fiscal framework, actually uh, asking for the approval of the Senate to raise fuel subsidy to 4 trillion naira. What's your, what's your take? I, I sincerely wish you didn't push. <laughs> you didn't push this my way, like seriously. Like I would just love for the presidency to deal with this issue once and for all. Sincerely, because if I comment, they will be asking for five million naira, and I don't have that five million naira. So let me just calm down because we are dealing with a situation where um, there is no tolerance level, hmm. where every statement made is an attack. Mm. from any angle okay as in for instance they are they are wearing white and there's a stain there and you're like ah there's a stain on your white that is an attack <laughs> you get my point and we have a minister for information and culture that reminds us regularly and changes the dynamics of you know so now speaking mm. in fact commenting myself because mm. very soon you hear that commenting or analyzing like we are doing now is an attack. So how do you now want me to respond to this particular issue? Well, let's let's start with the fact with the fact that uh, the developments, according to the president, uh, is occasioned by the spike in the market price of crude oil as a result of that the fallout. That is not the issue. The Russia-Ukraine war. That is not the issue. It's- we are still window dressing. We are still posturing. We are still still grand study. We are still fluttering on the surface. That is not the issue. The issue is we don't know what else to do, and this is the best we can do. Okay. So that is it. All right. And it is not even in a move to even to even. So, let's assume, for instance, that this particular uh, call now is, mm. is 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 a move to solve the problem, or okay, we are not able to solve the problem, but okay, patch. With intention to solve the problem, we will have said, "Oh, fantastic!" But have you ever taken a record of everything that we have tried to patch? Hmm. We have stayed in patching mode, like patching mode. So this is the best they can do. That's what that's the best they can offer. Okay. I had a, 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 an interesting um, uh, interaction with an organization yesterday, and I had to tell them that, see, if this is the best you can do. Then forget it. That was what gingered them to be creative, and the matter was resolved. But you see, in this matter, if I go and say, <laughs> "Is this the best you can do?" <laughs> that is inciting. Okay. That is terrorism. Okay. And I don't want to be labeled a terrorist on this issue. All right, Sake. What is your in take the on 1990s, this? In the 1990s, Nigeria had capability of 445,000 barrel per day, capable of refining hmm. that was in the 90s now we are not refining hmm. there's a budget now that maybe next year will produce 600,000 or something <laughs> let me be very honest with us <laughs> we never had leaders who are ready to sit down and face the business that's at hand hmm. solving problem hmm. before Gaddafi exited Libyan currency was stronger than the dollar an average Libyan was living comfortably. I watched the documentary recently when Dubai, UAE became 50 years. And they interviewed one young man there. And the man was speaking like 
a broken English and I was saying that the difference between UAE and Nigeria, because they were asking, we have oil too. He said it's leaders who have vision, who planned and took action. And that's why for me, it's particularly sad. We are going to another election year and the narratives I'm hearing is disheartening. We are not discussing the real issue. We need money for the election. We are doing more slinging. We are saying somebody betrayed. We are saying we are we are leaving the main thing. The main thing is God has blessed Nigeria. What have we done with the blessings that God have done? We have leaders who have squandered the resources because they are not doing the job. Excuse me, if you are a driver and you have a car, you are taking me to Lagos and it has taken you three years, and I'm not yet in Elation. Don't tell me. Let me get down and trek. <laughs> We are always coming up with one excuse or the other. One of the things, and that's why I say I'm disappointed. And that's why we don't have parties that have ideologies. We have many people now in AP, APC, many people in PDP. That's not the reason. You have failed us ideologically. You told us you will set the refining working. You told us you will do that. This is seven years running. Let's play your scorecard. How much have you scored? And if we are not doing that right with this one, we will not be able to credibly pick the next candidate. True. Because I'm afraid we are still going back the same route That's again. Same route. The way we are going yeah. about it. When I look at the social media and the discussion is on personality, the discussion is not on what they should do. Hmm. Excuse me, they have not done anything. NMPC have not done anything. We are only depending on Dangote to refine oil for us. Okay. That is the situation Let that the we are. Well, uh, uh, Sky, Skywalker, uh, what, what do you think about the development, especially given the fact that uh, some would say that the president has given valid reasons uh, for this? What's your take? You see, sometimes it's good to dream. Sometimes it's good to... But when you dream, say you will wake up. There are some dreams you dream. <laughs> You wish you would not wake up, Abby, because the dream is sweet. Say <laughs> <laughs> if you dream the dream for five hours, you will shall wake up. <laughs> so let's let's wake up. We are here now. This is this is where we are. <laughs> you understand? We have to import this thing. <laughs> so if we must import, let's make provision for, for the subsidy. <laughs> So, so for me, the president is just doing <laughs> the obvious, you know, preparing for the wake up. They, they wake up that Nigerians have woken up to the reality. Uh, and, and look, there's one key that I would always tell tell Nigerians: please b- believe those people who are, who are there now. <laughs> if you go and you are believing those who who are not there, and they are telling you they will build moon in the in the sky, or they will they will. <laughs> It's all lies, though, because they don't know what is there now. They don't know. They don't know they what they want to inherit. Until they get there. These, these ones that are there now, <laughs> they didn't know what they were going there to inherit. Hmm. They just made promises because they knew that Nigerians were not satisfied with what was happening at that time. Hmm. And Nigerians, you know, looked for something different. At that time, there was hope that, okay, this person is giving us an alternative that we feel, you know, that would be a lot better that would make our lives a lot better mm-hmm. than what we had, you know, before 2015. Alas, is the case. But they also did not understand what was there 
what was on ground. Mm. That was why they made those promises. When they were telling you one dollar would be whatever, mm-hmm. why they will be doing that when refineries all will be working. Mm. How can Asu be going on strike? Mm-hmm. You remember that time? Yes. Yeah, no. How can Asu dare go on strike when you have a government that is yeah, not ready to solve? Not, if they cannot solve the problem, they should leave. And them leave. I remember the Minister of Works right now said that any serious governments should be able to give their citizens power within the first three months. Yes. By the time you then combine all of them. All of the things that have happened in the last seven years, you then understand that really they were not ready for this. That's why sometimes I'm not saying those who are there now mm, are the angels or that they they are better off. I'm just saying that it is easy for you or it will be better for you to believe someone who is sitting on the chair Mm. or someone who has has been part of them if they tell you that. This, this is, is what is is available, or this is what we will, we can do. Uh-huh. Believe them more than those that are warming up to collect I'm the thing. That when I enter away, because they want to eat. Because the truth is that those who are eager to go in now don't necessarily have all the data. Especially, don't forget that government business is done in is secrecy. It? Sure. The yeah. person who is there now will cover, 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 oh, cover. Those, those, those who are who yeah. are coming to take over will not even know any. No. Oga Soludo was it not after he was sworn in and then they brought him in that he that, said, that he ah, said there's, there's nothing there. Nah, nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> they have nah. moved everything. Everything has been moved. Nothing, nothing there here. <laughs> we, we will start from ground zero now. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's that's just the reality of things. Then coming to the issue of you know the the yes of course we we some of us have projected that it was going to get to tr- four trillion, mm. and now <clears throat> the excess that we're even putting on it we're borrowing it because mm. the president has said he's going to borrow over nine hundred billion naira mm. in order to offset all these things. Mm. And then you want to then look at okay what have we done? Look some some people always push this argument of if we had refineries no it's not going to be cheaper. Yeah. It's not. It's not going to be as cheap as we're we're even talking. As as cheap as we are selling it now, Mm-mm. it will not be as cheap as one hundred and sixty-five. No, if we even had refineries, it will enter three hundred and fifty. Yes, what it would just do is that it would take away unnecessary uh, uh, money for importing, money for landing, money for storing, money for all those things will not be there. So it may be relatively be. You know, cheaper than if you remove subsidy and you have to still go and import. And it will also remove or bring down the price it will of give goods. Employment. So it, the it will then give employment. It will make you know. That's why then some we have of us other are materials. Yes, that's what we are agitating. That look, give us refineries because that for me would be a better option. Remove subsidy if you want to remove subsidy, but give. Provide an environment where refineries would also work. There was a data that was churned out, you know, uh, by uh, Mele Kiari some some weeks ago, where he was talking about five point eight billion dollars spent spent on refineries mm-hmm. from twenty fifteen to twenty eight twenty twenty. I mean twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. Then you want to then find out how come that that they are how come that they are still on ground zero and those refineries are not working. The whole of last year. Mm. In fact, the whole of 2020, the whole of 2021, mm-hmm. none of them produced one liter. Okay. None of them. The one in Kaduna, that one I know, is not a matter of... <laughs> since 2018, it has stopped working. Mm-hmm. So, you see, this this is the country we have, and this is the, the direction that we, we, we have chosen mm. to go. Mm. So, when we get the results, we should not be surprised. Okay.
All right. Still trending issues on Futa Radio 93.1 FM. Now I'm really scared whether to bring this one to S. Egon, but I will anyway. Uh, still on the Senate, uh, talking about the fact that they have uh, passed a bill establishing Peace Corps and Hunter's Council. Can you please just um, explain briefly what that could mean? Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Moderator. Um, on this <laughs> issue, I will <laughs> like to submit... <laughs> That I would like to postulate. Okay. I would like to quote a sage who has repeatedly said the same words in that regard over and over again. And the sage is no other person than Skywalker. Mm. <laughs> who postulated and theorized that what do you expect from a two year old boy or child told to lift up? A 50 liter jerry can of water. What do you expect? You expect zero because that child doesn't have the capacity. So you will, on the face value, just like the other issues, think that ah, our National Assembly, they, they are serious, so they are really passionate. They really want the best for the people. And with, of course, doesn't it make sense to do peace call in addition to what's on ground? <laughs> And do hunters council in natural was on ground, and you see, those are evidences that these people are not paying attention to what's on ground. They are not ready to address the issues. They are just there for themselves, and that is it. Because I don't see the impact Peace Corps or hunters council is going to make on decisions on ground. The best is is a political move. Their cronies, their children, their whatever team will be employed, and that is it. Okay. But is it going to solve any problem? No. And of course, they will budget, and money will go. Mm. Election is coming. Mm. Everything to raise money to ensure that the election is prosecuted in a way that it will pay them okay. is the focus right now. All right. So don't let anybody be deceived. Okay. That's my submission. All right. It's okay. You know. I've always found that our leaders have a way of prolonging issues. We know we've got into that border. Now we should be talking about local policing, you know, state police, local. You know, at the earlier issues of whether they were headers or terrorists, mm, or they said yes. that they will employ more policemen who will be like vigilantes and they will not be under the... When that one did not go well, they went back so they are thinking, you know, bank. And this is this is the magic wand now. Hmm. Let's bring because Amatekun is as vigilantes and you know involved. So it's okay, let's let's constitutionalize it and you know, so that we can keep quiet. Hmm. You see, for me, the main actor driving these nations are the reason we are still here. They are not ready to dialogue and confront major issues. And you see, I heard one lawyer was saying, he said, bring the best brain, bring an Obama, bring everybody to run this constitution and this attitude we are running in Nigeria. Uh-huh. They will fail in seconds. <laughs> After the swearing in... Constitution. Yes. You see, <laughs> our policy, our lawmakers, they are not ready for this discussion. They are, they are just dancing around the main issue. And until we are ready to confront the major issues affecting this nation. There won't be progress. Okay. That is the reality. 
there won't be progress. Mm. And it's unfortunate that this is what we get. And my fear is that we may even get worse in the mm. next election. Mm. Because we have not changed the mindset. We have not changed the attitude and the way and manner in which we approach the same issue. We just find, you know, they are predictable, let me put it that way. Mm. If ASU, for example, bring in another one of IPPIs, it will take us another four years to verify that it has passed. Then they will bring. You see, we are always circumventing things that we should deal with headlong. All right. That's, that's, I'm very that's glad you. I'm very glad you mentioned ASU because that is the next place we are going into uh, right now. The Academic Staff Union of Universities saying that the country is currently bleeding, going through a banditry, terrorism, and other security challenges due to a lack of education. I'm sure Skywalker agrees with this. Absolutely. Fundamentally, <laughs> if you don't want to treat the symptoms that oh, we're seeing right now, you want to go to the cause of the problem. That is the key. That is the number one problem. If you look at the genesis of how this whole thing fell apart and how we are here today, the bigger chunk of the problem is this lack of education. This nonchalant attitude towards investing in education. Imagine if we have a society where, you know, every part of the country is as literate as the Southwest. We will not be having this conversation. I'm not, I'm not discriminating against <coughs> any region of the country. I'm just saying, because if you look at it again, where is the most safest in Nigeria today? Which region of the country is the most safest today as we speak? It is the Southwest. Do we have our own share of killings and, and uh, robbery and, uh, and uh, kidnapping? Absolutely. But not at the scale that we are seeing it in the northern part of the country, even in the north-central part of the country, to then look at what's happening in the southeast. Hmm. One of the things that has helped the southwestern part of the country today, as we speak, is our level, our high level of literacy. The kind of value that even the man who lives in Ijabuibo <laughs> understands that he needs to send his children to school in order to give them a chance. And let me trade at least. <laughs> to leave the farm, to leave the village, to live better life. Because we have seen that education is the key. Education is very important. We cannot be having... If the, the kind of killings that we are seeing every... Look at the killings that happened in Benue State. Even Good. the one in Plateau State. Those kind of killings cannot happen in the Southwest and, and people will not look for the families of those people who are doing these things. It cannot... It, there is no way that we have that amount of killings. And everything will just be we'll normal. Just, uh, no. And people will just move on with their lives as if... No, 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 that no, could no, not, no. That 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 cannot happen here. No. So education is very important. Very important. And where else in the country do you have these highest killings? In the northern part of the country. Look at the level of literacy in that place. Look at the level of education in that place. And that's why sometimes I agree with, you know, Nasir Erufai. Who has agitated? Who has also said this scheme of, of having out of school out of school children, this Almagiri system, if we don't find a way to stop it, this would be the doom. The world would leave us behind. And that's what we're seeing. Mm -hmm. If you look at it, the highest killings happening there, the level of education is the lowest in the country. 
So education is very, very important. important. It is key. And that's why when you see the way government is, is dilly-dallying on, on education and how they are playing politics with it and how they... You, you then want to wonder if actually they want to emancipate Ooh. the people from, from poverty. You they know, this, this attitude of Ranka Shidede, Ranka Shidede, Alejaza Maninka, Kekadene Kanade, all those is all rubbish. Where you only depend on one person, everybody should worship you as a lord. Once someone is philanthropist, is a philanthropist, that's and it. then he's the king and savior. We don't need to do any other that's thing. So it's it's the truth, and that's why if we must get ourselves, and then it's not to say that education just becomes you just get it and then the whole problem. No, it's, we're not saying that yes. the whole problems uh, the, the, will, will just disappear. No, effect we are saying the that the ripple effect. And if we continue, you know, to put priority on education, our leadership system would change. Oh, it will. Our people would be more enlightened to vote for the right person. Yes, sir. Would be more enlightened to participate in the process. Yes, sir. Education. They would even be so, so empowered that they can feed themselves. Your 5,000, your 10,000, mm-hmm. your money trader, your yeah. trader money, your whatever, whatever, <laughs> would not influence their influence sense yes, of reasoning and how they see things. Well submitted, sir. Okay. And that's why the combination of illiteracy, lack mm-hmm. of education, and then you mm-hmm. add it, you slap it with poverty. poverty. <laughs> then, as a weapon. Then you've weaponized the whole system to profit you alone. Quickly, uh, three, uh, three of us here, or three of our analysts will quickly give your thoughts because we are, we're, we're stressed for time. But uh, the, the governor of Benue State, Samuel Autumn, has brought up the issue again about uh, people, indigents, uh, being self dependence in terms of uh, taking care of themselves, in terms of uh, taking charge of their own security, telling them you know, some of every old man for himself. What do you think, Skywalker? I think for me it's just a, a, a desperate, uh, desperate you know, situation. situation yeah. Because the way it is, if you see the, 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 the amount of killings that have happened and the manner in which those killings have happened, you know, you saw some of the gory pictures yes, and yes. The, the videos yes, of yes, people who were killed absolutely yesterday. Appalling. Absolutely. Even children you would even think that we are in the Ramadan period that these people, these Man, terrorists, these bandits the last time. Would, would even say, okay, let's, let's rest since we are fasting. Hmm. But Ironio, the killings have, have gone on with reckless abandon. Hmm. The one that happened in Kanam and even in Wase. We are even hearing now in Wase. Of yes. Plateau states, the killings there up have till today. We now. have not seen any hmm. tangible thing that has been done to go after those people or to even provide security for those people who are in that place. The Benue State Governor is talking. Do you know that these killings have become a yearly event, like like a festival? Hmm. They will come, they will kill and kill and kill and kill and kill and then they will, they will just go, who, who? Since these killings in Benue State especially has been going on, how many people have we really arrested and prosecuted that? You, you see, it, it boils down to people come in they do whatever they want to do they are not they don't get any kind of repercussion they are not punished nobody's arrested nobody's dealt with they just stroll in they they attack people they kidnap people they collect millions of naira Mm. and nothing happens how would it not be repeated how would it not go on it is peaceful you see the issue of peace corps they rejected it at some point in fact the last senate fought against it until they, they shut the thing down 
But now they are desperate. They are seeing that, you know, this thing is getting out of hand. Mm-hmm. But how do you take Peace Corps and uh, send them? How, how do you want Peace Corps to... What? So, you now see that Otom has a, has a point to the fact that maybe everybody should be armed. You have and some guns. You, you, uh, it's a dangerous it's a thing. Dangerous thing. Uh, but that seems to be the only solution. Uh, so that when they are coming to your house, you say you are ready. Before they kill you, you say you will, you will fight for your life. For your life. Yeah. All right, that's all we can take on trending issues for today. Thank you for staying with us. News on the Globe is up next. This is Fruiter 93.1 FM.